Hello and welcome to Astrology Today, your regular look at the planetary movements and how astrology may affect and hopefully improve your life. Hi there, I'm Norma Lachance. I'm your host. I'm a life coach, a mathematician, and an inspired astrologer. And you've joined me for the week perspective as well as the full moon in Gemini for Tuesday, December 6th, 2022. Welcome to the podcast and welcome to Tuesday. Yes, here we are, first week in December. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention that horoscopes for the month of December, of course, are available. You just need to go through my feed there and find the bonus episode with all the horoscopes. So yeah, check it out and uh, let me know. Were, did it resonate? Did Was it something that made sense for you for the month of December? I'd love to hear from you as usual. You can uh, reach me through my email. That's astrologydiva, D-V-A, at gmail.com. And of course, we are getting to that time of year when it's the last of everything. So we have our last full moon occurring tomorrow. And of course, I'm going to talk all about that at the end of the pod today, looking at some example charts, kind of interesting, as always. And, uh, you know, of course, if you I did forget to ask for volunteers. So I've got a couple of interesting charts that I'm going to look at, at the end of the podcast, all about the full moon and hopefully give you a flavor of what's in store with that. But before we get there, of course, we're going to look at at the week and what we can anticipate in terms of themes. All right, starting off looking at planetary ingresses, and all that means is changes in signs as planets move around. And we usually talk about the moon here because the moon, of course, is our fastest moving planet out there. So currently, in Taurus, uh, you know, and this morning, Tuesday morning, and maybe by the time you hear this, the moon is void, of course, it will be void, of course, until early afternoon. So it may have already changed sign by the time you hear this. Now, what does void, of course, mean? Well, it is when the moon doesn't make any meaningful connections to any other planet before it changes sign. Now, of course, it is changing sign preparing for the full moon and in moving into Gemini. And, you know, when we say that the moon is void, of course, it's only generally a couple of hours. It's the don't start anything new time of the month. It's just kind of tidy things up, tie a bow on your projects and prepare for when the moon moves into a new sign and you've got re resurgent and new energy to use. So of course, it will be in Gemini uh, until Friday. And here we can expect, you know, more flexible thought, rational thinking, common sense. These are all things associated with the moon in Gemini. Now, also happening today is Mercury moving into Capricorn. And yeah, it's a bit of a shift. Who's going to feel that? Well, that's going to affect possibly, you know, Virgos and Geminis as Mercury rules those signs. And it's a shift away from, you know, the fiery uh, Sagittarius and into the earthy Capricorn. And so perhaps more pragmatic or conservative, I mean, small c, conservative thoughts and ideas. And because Mercury turns retrograde at the end of this month, it's actually going to be in Capricorn well into February. So it's going to hang out in Capricorn for a while. So if you have a lot of planets in Capricorn, then you may be affected by having Mercury pass over those positions. <music> 
All right, having a look at the aspects and aspect patterns that are highlighted this week, we have something a little bit different each day. So today we have a mini grand trine and a mini grand trine is sort of a skinnier triangle involving a trine, no kidding, and then two sextiles. So the apex planet here is Jupiter and Jupiter, of course, this planet of possibility of growth of development and both it is in contact with both Pluto and the moon so it's just for today because of course the moon moves on quickly so this aspect pattern is just for today and when we have the you know Pluto trining the moon both in earth signs this is can be really around this grounded powerful emotions giving us kind of a strong platform from which we can perhaps uh, expect productive use in terms of finding higher meaning. Jupiter can be around, you know, this, this lofty idea of finding that higher meaning. And so it's almost as if we're standing on a really solid foundation of powerful emotions. Yeah, that's what's going on for Tuesday. Then tomorrow, of course, the full moon. I'm going to talk about that in the next segment. But involved in this full moon is a, a mutable T-squared. So of course, uh, sun and moon are opposite. That's what a full moon means. And both of those planets are squaring with Neptune. So Neptune as the apex planet is all around sensitivity and imagination on one hand, but it can also represent, you know, blurriness and, you know, lack of clarity that can also be there. So this Neptune could be acting as a catalyst for us to look at how are we balancing our wants and our needs? And on the need side, I'm going to talk about this more in the next segment around the full moon, is we also have Mars kind of rearing its head in there. And so there might be some defensiveness happening. By Thursday, things are going to be, this, this T-squared is going to grow in strength because more planets are becoming involved. And so, you know, it continues to be stronger. Now we have... Uh, Venus coming in, which may be around relationships, love, uh, you know, all those loving emotions, and just how we relate to other people, and also involving Jupiter, which could be around hope and possibility. So even though it's a tense aspect, I see it being uh, some bringing some positivity to us on Thursday. All right. Well, you probably noticed I was a bit strategic and leaving the full moon chat to the very end, hoping that you'll stay with me right through the podcast. All right. So yes, on Wednesday, we have a full moon. And so the full moon is an opposition between the moon and the sun. And it's this halfway through the lunar cycle. And I say lunar cycle because of course, the moon moves much faster than the sun. And so each month it's chasing the sun around, uh, you know, around a circle and will join it again at the new moon. So here we are halfway through. It occurs at 8.08 p.m. on Wednesday, and that's Pacific Standard Time. So certainly adjust that to your clocks in your area. And here we see the sun is at 16 degrees, one minute of Sagittarius, opposite the moon, which will be at 16 degrees, one minute of Gemini. And, you know, we keep in mind that the moon does not have its own light source. Now, interpretations of the sun and the moon, there's been a millennia of them. You can get lots of different interpretations of what the sun means and what the moon means. You know, one way to think about it is because the sun shines on the moon at a full moon, 
we can see it, you know, think about, I always talk about the shepherds, you know, thousands of years ago, lying in their field, looking up and think about their impressions of the moon. Here's this thing that's shining up in the sky. They don't know why it's there. They don't have any telescopes or, you know, astrophysics helping them out, figure out why the moon is up there. And so for them, it's really, it was an omen. It was a, an auspicious time. And so we we have the moon on full display, no pun intended, at the full moon. And it's really a chance for us to see and or feel the subconscious part of ourselves, the hidden part of ourselves, because it is, like I said, on full display. And because it's an opposition, the sun and the moon op opposing each other, we're really having to perhaps choose between our wants, which represented by the sun, and our needs, as opposed to the new moon when they're together and nicely aligned. Here, it's really swinging between the two or trying to balance them in some ways. Now, as for added fun, we have uh, Mars playing a significant role in this particular full moon. And that's because Mars is tightly conjunct with the moon. And so perhaps the main theme around this full moon is really finding the inner courage. Why do I say inner courage? Because Mars is retrograde. And so when we have retrograde planets, it tends to be kind of an inner job looking inward. And so looking for this inner courage to feel, um, you know, to find a sense of comfort, which is represented by the moon or to express ourselves. The other added layer to consider here is that the sun being in a fire sign opposite the moon in an air sign. Think about that when you mix fire and air, what do you get? Um, more fire. So there could be a few sparks happening here. Okay, turning now to some specific charts, I want to just uh, mention, especially for new listeners, is you'll notice that I don't talk a lot about house placement on this podcast. And the reason is, is that you need a specific chart to do that. So because we're in different time zones, and I'm not, like I said, speaking about specific charts, I generally keep it to planet and sign and aspects. So this is always a fun part, a very popular part of my podcast when I talk about individual charts. So here, when we're talking about a full moon, we really have two houses to consider. And just as a side note, what what do houses have to do with the horoscopes or, you know, astrology, Norma? Well, the houses is the where. What part of my life is going to be affected by, in this case, we're talking about the full moon. So when planets move through our houses, it, it, it can affect a particular part of our life. And so with a full moon, we have opposing houses, so opposite houses that are affected, one with the sun and one with the moon. So let's have a look at these examples here. So uh, I always use my partner. He, well, I generally use my partner. So using my partner today, in his chart, the sun is in his 12th house, opposing this uh, moon Mars thing happening in the sixth house. And so here, you know, again, this balancing act for him may be around his daily habits, right? Finding comfort in his daily habits, that's the moon and Mars, and maybe taking some action in that area given that Mars is there and opposing that and trying to balance that with finding a place, a peaceful place to find retreat and rejuvenation, which is represented by the sun in uh, his 12th house. 
Okay, moving on, my longtime listener, loyal listener, and uh, new moon participant, uh, new moon session participant. This is Mara looking at Mara's chart. Really glad that I pulled up her chart because what's interesting here is she basically has the reverse of what my partner has. And so that's a here it's the sun and the sixth opposing the moon Mars in the 12th. So similar to my partner, partner, but different. But what's what's really interesting about what's happening at this particular full moon for Mara is that the sun is conjunct her north node. In fact, it's right on her north node. And then that's opposite the moon Mars combo right on her south node. Now the nodal axis is important in everybody's natal chart. And it really can represent sort of your life path. The north node is what draws us forward in life. It's the future. It can mean, you know, running into an important person. It can be a time in your life when it gets contacted, that yes, you run into someone or something that really impacts you, but draws you forward. And then opposing that is the South node, which is really around your past and your comfort, your default, where you default back to, you know, perhaps when, you know, the world is not being so kind, you recoil to your South node and what that's all about. So here with having the sun contacting your North node, it's really can be energizing a part of your chart that is around new contacts or future looking. And the fact that it's in your sixth house could be around service. You know, perhaps there's a place that you're contributing out in the world. It could be, you know, something around your daily routine, some maybe, you know, the regular kind of routines that you have uh, throughout the day as opposed to finding comfort and connection to your past, which is represented by the South Node. That is the podcast for today. Thanks for hanging in to the end. Of course, if you have any questions about, you know, the full moon or something specific around your chart or something general about an astrological concept, certainly reach out. My email is astrologydiva, that's D-V-A, at gmail.com. All right, well, I hope you have a fantastic day and I look forward to speaking to you again very soon. <music>